Welcome to the Activate Intention Podcast. We're your hosts, Nathan Kohlerman and Taylor Ray. We are here to redefine human optimization through the mind, body, and soul. In this podcast, we'll dive into raw and authentic conversations around mindset, wellness, and healing to help you awaken the wisdom within and live an intentional life. Today's topic and conversation is called Doing Your Best Looks Different Every Day. What does doing your best look like? I know at times I can be extremely hard on myself comparing myself to yesterday or to last year. And some days I feel like I'm not doing enough when in reality, I really am doing my best and every single day my best looks different. This topic is something that even Nathan and I are both navigating in our personal lives and honoring in our lives with so many sudden shifts and challenges that have occurred over the past month for both of us. We are both really trying to find balance between our work, our personal lives, our self-care, and take that time to honor it. We have seasons in our lives where we will have more energy to do more and other seasons where we need to slow down and we need to find more stillness. I know when I enter a season where I can feel myself needing to slow down, I can easily make myself wrong for that and I can shame myself and feel bad for not doing as much or not being as productive. Your best is not going to look the same as anyone else or how you were yesterday or 10 years ago. We all have different circumstances and lifestyles that affect what our personal best can be. And comparison can really take us down fast. It can take us into a very deep negative thinking spiral. Your best is a blend of unique talents, of your unique skills, your mindset, beliefs, and energy that belongs only to you and your unique journey. Your best may not be the same as your best from yesterday, or like I said, 10 years ago, five years ago, six months ago. Life happens. Circumstances and unforeseen events happen. Some days are simply better than others. Some days you have more energy. Other days you're exhausted, you're depleted. So this is really where grace comes in and just remembering to honor that every single day our needs are different. Every single day, it's going to look different what our best is. It's important to become aware and acknowledge your inner critic, to notice when you have negative thoughts about feeling like you aren't doing enough or creating enough or working hard enough. Our society really teaches us that more is better, that being more productive means more success. When a lot of the time we need to find stillness, we need to just learn how to be with ourselves. Some days doing our best literally looks like getting out of bed, eating something, nourishing ourselves, showering. Other days doing our best looks like working out, doing something active, maybe going to work or getting work done, being social, cleaning. We all have those days where we accomplish a ton and at the end of that day, we do feel productive, but that does not mean better than the days where we need to just kind of lounge around and nourish ourselves and eat something healthy and take a bath and go to bed early or sleep in. It's important to release comparison to others. This is so big. Comparing ourselves to others is huge. You are completely different from anyone else. We lead different lives and we all have completely different purposes in our life. 
So often we compare our year one to someone else's year 10. And you don't see the challenges, the time, the effort that it took for someone to reach their success. You can't even compare your year one to someone else's year one. Because again, you are completely different people creating completely different things. It's important to learn to celebrate others in their success, to be happy for all of the wonderful things that they're creating in their lives. Allow someone else's success to really just become inspiration to you, to allow it to show you that if they can do it, that means you can do it too. Remember that someone else's success is not your failure. Connecting to the abundance all around us and remembering that there is enough room for everyone. There's always more abundance here. So often I hear others comparing the start of their journey as maybe a yoga teacher or an entrepreneur to where I'm at today. But what they have not seen is where I started. I had my day one and year one where it was hard as fuck. And it still is really hard today. I have very hard days still. Days where in that first year, that first six months, the first three years where I cried, I wanted to quit. I didn't feel like I was going anywhere or I wasn't growing. I questioned myself constantly, just questioning if I should stick with this path, but I never gave up. I've been consistent for eight years now and people do see me where I'm at today and they compare the start of their journey to my eight years later. This comparison honestly just robs them from the present moment, robs them from believing in themselves or that they are good enough or capable. Comparison is constricting and it will literally make you shrink yourself. It will make you smaller. Think about who you want to be today, not who you once were. Every moment and every day, we all have the opportunity to choose how we want to feel, how we want to show up in the world, what energy we want to share with others and what we want to embody. So if you're stuck in the past and how you once were, you're not able to fully show up as the you that you are truly today in this moment. Life is full of change. We are always shifting. We are always changing. We are always growing and expanding you honestly can't be the same person that you once were. And you shouldn't be the same person that you once were. We should be growing. We should be expanding. Another big one is releasing past self-comparison. You do not have to outperform your past self. Let me say that again. You do not have to outperform your past self. That's a big one. I know that's a big one for me at least. Release the pressure to always be better. Also, that's much easier said than done. I think there are periods in our lives where we need to grieve. We need to mourn the person that we once were. But if we continue to compare ourselves to the past, we can easily stay stuck. We don't create room for expansion. Maybe this is comparison to the successful past self with the impressive job or the past self from college, or the popular past self with packed yoga classes. And I'm speaking about myself there because I still compare myself to this past version of me when I was teaching public classes that were full and packed, and I stepped away from public classes. Or the past you with a different body type that you're still trying to, I do this in quotes, get back to. 
let me just say this and ask this question. Why are we trying to get back to our old self or old body anyways? We can never go back. We can only go forward. We can really only be here now with room to create in our future. Society is constantly teaching us to compare ourselves to how we once were. And that is extremely limiting. What about stepping into new versions of ourselves and what we are capable of? What about embracing who we are today with all of the changes that we are going through and growing through? Or maybe the comparison is to the time that everyone else thought you were in your peak success and you might have heard comments, ideas, beliefs about your success and how those around you admired you deeply in that era of your life. It's not uncommon for public and outside perception of your peak moments or eras of great success to actually be off base with reality, what you were going through or how you were feeling in that time. It can be hard to maintain that level of success or keeping up with how others view you in these times. And I'll share an experience where I was going through this in my own personal life. So I can think back to about three or four years ago, I'd say, where I was hustling my ass off. I was working so much. I was grinding and I was teaching my 200-hour yoga teacher trainings, continuing education trainings, retreats, public events, public classes, private clients. So that's when I still had probably like at least 10 to 15 public classes with private clients per week. At that time in my life, from the outside looking in, I would hear this all the time. People were raving about my success, how great all the things that I were doing were, and just kind of assuming, which I mean, I love the work that I do, but they were making assumptions that I was extremely happy. But from the inside, I was exhausted. I was drained. I was burned out. I felt like all I was doing was working my life away, which, you know, in the line of work that I do, I love it. So it's also my purpose and I do have a lot of fun, but there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes where it's work and it takes a lot. It takes a lot of energy. So at that time, I was not enjoying the little things in life. I wasn't playing. I wasn't having fun. I was not fulfilling myself outside of my work. But, you know, really just looking at it all, I was just doing too much. And to this day, I compare myself to that period at times when I really look at the truth and I'm honest with myself, it just wasn't sustainable. I could not keep up with it. It's important to be honest about the times that you were in your peak or you peaked to just kind of look at these questions. Were you really happy? Were these times your happiest times. So it's important to not base your current self or your future self on a peak period that was out of alignment or didn't actually feel good. Even if others thought you were crushing it. If you do compare your past self to your current self, maybe what I invite you to look at is to look at the past version of you that you felt your best. You felt the most energized Things were flowing with ease. You had beautiful connections in your life. There was abundance around you. You felt just deep in your soul like you were living in alignment 
and you're embodying the qualities that are really important to you. So those are the things that I would invite us, myself included, to look at and to say like, oh, that's when things felt the most organic. That's when I had the most energy. What is different today than it was then? And maybe look at reevaluating some habits, patterns, things that maybe you need to let go of and release in your schedule or connections or different things that you might want to add in. So I want to close this conversation with this to remember to always give yourself grace, to celebrate yourself for doing your best. When you go to sleep at night, your head hits the pillow and you can look at your day and just check in with yourself and be honest. Did I do my best today with what capacity I had? Just being honest with yourself, trying to release attachment or judgment. Being committed to living a life you love is not easy. It takes a lot of inner self-awareness, of self-reflection, of being honest with yourself. It takes a lot of work. Be honest with yourself if you're putting too much pressure on yourself to do more or to be more and to look at what honoring yourself for doing less might even look like, for saying no, for taking things off of your plate to practice the art of being and slowing down and following your needs every single day. Thank you so much for listening in today. We would love for you to join the Activate Intention Collective to stay connected and continue the conversation. Find us on Instagram and join our free private Activate Intention Facebook group where you can join us for the live recordings of the podcast. Check out the show notes for updates on upcoming programs, workshops, and events. And if you enjoyed this episode and our podcast overall, please leave us a review, share it with a friend, or to your social platform to help us expand the Activate Intention community. 